from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel as Paulie is out today. And we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. And coming up on the program, a couple of guests um, on the show today. Brett McMurphy in an hour, uh, college football. We'll ask him uh, to set a price on Texas and Oklahoma to be in the SEC by next year. Seems like that's uh, heavy chalk already. And in studio for the full hour, the last hour of today's show, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific, Derek Stevens, owner here, Circa Resort, and Mike Palm, the nuts, and also works obviously downtown here as a VP with Derek at his casinos. Uh, we'll go over the contests this year, Circa Millions 3, JVT, the Survivor Contest, and we will also ask them about the process of leaving the Green Bay Packers and the NFC North numbers up on the board over the weekend when most other books, if not all, took those numbers off the board. I want to know, is there like a dialogue? Is there a conversation there between Derek and Matt Metcalf, the sportsbook director, or is it just Matt saying, this is what we're doing and this is how we're going to operate? I mean, given how they've operated since they've opened, I would think they're pretty much on the same page, right? right they, like... No no question. I just want, I, like, it's a call made at all. Right. Like, just to discuss what they want to do. Or is it just, here we go, we know how we're going to operate as a book and put the numbers up, got to, got to have them on the board. Yep. Well, then it's good to have, a essentially, right? They know how they operate as a, as a book. And so it's like, I would think it's just like, all right, adjust them. Let's go. Put them yep. up. Yep. We're going to be the only ones who do this because I was talking about this yesterday. I don't think a lot of people do realize, like, 
what it meant for them to be such an outlier like that. Everybody else taking it off the board, and it's not only leaving it up. It's like, yeah, no limits. Huh? Just come in and play it. Sure. Do whatever you want. It's the NFL. Like, yep. We're going to take plenty of money on this stuff. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. We can we can book it. We can balance it out throughout the entire year if we want. Well, this is how they change the numbers now. Uh, the Packers here at Circa today are minus 140 to win the NFC North. Minnesota is plus 235. There was a spot. Uh, I mean, it's, it's crazy to try to track all this stuff from across the country in different books. But I noticed that over... There was another book, I think, uh, like Thursday or Friday, that kept them all up. And there were actually two different books. Um, you could have gotten Green Bay and Minnesota at like plus 185 territory, both of them, like in the same state. Really? Where Green Bay was around plus 185. The thought was he was going to retire and Jordan Love was going to be the quarterback. And then, you know, and, and other books didn't really buy into it or they didn't, they weren't up to date on the news. Mm-hmm. They had it the other way around. Yep. So this is, uh, I love it. I, and, and look, I mean, here at Circa, they also offer alternate win totals in the NFL. It's the only book here in Las Vegas to do it, and I love it. Um, I take that back. Boyd does it as well now. They offer like eight different alt, alt win totals, which is also also very good. But they had the alternate win totals for the Packers, 7.5, 8.5, and 9.5. And, and those have moved now to 9 under plus 235. 10 is the standard win total. And 11 over is plus 195 here at Circa. So that's uh, updated numbers for you here with the Green Bay Packers at Circa Sports. Yeah, and like you said, you know, it depends on what you believed in, what you shopped. I know a couple people who thought that uh, Aaron Rodgers was going to play the whole time, getting in on over nine at like plus 130, mm-hmm. plus 135, whatever the price was here at Circa. Uh, and it behooves you to have some sort of a belief, right, in terms of, all right, I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to play, whether it's information that you know, or whether it's just something that you read the tea leaves and believe in it. Uh, I even got a text before everything started going, like, hey, it looks like Aaron Rodgers might be going away. You might be retiring here. And then everything, the world gets set on fire for like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And if you have some sort of belief, you could have gotten in. And look, and we should know too, like the Vikings still, you've seen quite the adjustment from their original numbers. I've got a ticket on them at plus 360 to win the NFC North, right? I bet that like two months ago, those odds have still been cut very uh, much so, considering everything around the It's still Green a very Packers. good number. Yeah. Yeah. It, it most, you got that one two months ago? I think like the end of May. Plus 360? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good number. That's a good number. I'd, I'd still go to war with that one. Oh, yeah. For sure. Feel yeah. great with that. Mm-hmm. Packers still have a very difficult schedule this year. Yep. Yeah, so just um, what happened yesterday, the outcome everybody expected, right, JVT? <laughs> from what certain NFL uh, media people were saying? Not exactly. Uh, we're going to hear from Adam Sheffer coming up in a few minutes. And by the way, I did watch um, pretty much at full hour when the news was uh, breaking yesterday and Sheffer was tweeting out that he's coming up at NFL Live. He, he deserves some sort of an Emmy for what he did yesterday. Like the first 15 minutes, Adam Schefter explaining exactly what happened and what's going to take place with Rodgers and the Packers was just phenomenal. I don't, did he, I don't even, did he take a breath? Yeah. Like four, there was like a three and a half minute answer. I don't think he took a breath. Then another question, and then like another three minute answer where I don't think he took a breath again. It was just spectacular. He had all the details. It was all lined up, all the bullet points. He hit him, bing, 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 bing down the road, and you're like, okay. Now I think I have some sort of an idea of what's going to happen this year for Green Bay. And welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel as Paulie is out today. And uh, we're live in downtown Las Vegas starting off this hour with the news yesterday, JVT, about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So we learned that Green Bay, I think, finally came to their senses. Mm-hmm. They realized that they would be idiotic. To let Rodgers retire because, as we learned from Adam Schefter, like he was not going to re- report to camp. He was not coming to Green Bay, right? He's not going to go there. He, I think, was completely satisfied with just like, okay, I'm not playing this year. 
I'm not going to do it. Trade me. I'm going to retire. I'll do whatever. Um, and then they finally said, look, we want you to come back. They, they realized that they were, you know, very close to making the Super Bowl last year. Right? They last kind of, two years. Well, yeah. Yeah, they, they that, that the Buccaneers game last year, I think they can right. make the case that they maybe gave it away a little bit. They got pounded by the 49ers the year mm-hmm. before that. But I, I, I totally understand your point. And they're like, look, we're going to give it one more run, and then after that we'll reexamine what's going to take place. I will say this. You know, of all the people already suggesting that he is going to go somewhere next year for sure, like there is still a scenario where Rodgers plays this year and then decides that he's going to retire in Green Bay, Right. Of course. Like, if they make another deep run, like with the Super Bowl run or with a Super Bowl victory this year, and if they make the right moves, that's part of the concessions, right? Mm-hmm. They would. And by, by the way, nice timing on this, by, by this team. It's August. What kind of moves are you going to make now? Yeah. Come on. What well, are you worrying? You back in March and April. There's the key pickup of maybe Randall Cobb. Yeah, yeah, the one that Rodgers <laughs> has to have done, right? Right. But if they, you know, if they, whatever, if they make a deep run, perhaps win the Super Bowl, is Rodgers going to say, yeah, okay, now about my contract, mm-hmm. I want to go to Denver. Or is he going to say, yeah, it's a good. Sign me to like a four-year contract, I'll retire here in Green Bay. Right, no, I and that's why the setup of their, their deal is so interesting to me because there was a lot of freaking out initially yesterday that the Packers just weren't going to get anything for him. But that's not what they agreed to, right? They really they, they voided the last year, which was 2023. Huge. They'll reevaluate after this year, technically still in their contract for 2022. So like you said, last-second loss in an NFC Championship game, or a win in the Super Bowl, or a loss in the Super Bowl, whatever it is, Devontae Adams now open, right, to renegotiating and staying in Green Bay because of a move like this that's been reported. So now all of a sudden, at the end of the year, another successful year, maybe an insanely successful year in which they win the Super Bowl, then you reevaluate the situation, and Roger's like, yeah, you know what, I'll stick around. Sure. Like, you go, if you do this in the offseat, you go and grab this, do whatever it is, then I'll stick around. And if it doesn't work out, Green Bay's still in the situation where they can get something back for him and ship him off to wherever he wants to go. Now, how do you play this if you're Devontae Adams, though? Right. Right. Because, well, here's the thing. It's not like guaranteed money in the NFL. The signing bonus is a huge factor, obviously. But if you're Adams, it's always good to have like the security. If you can sign like a five year contract right now, whatever. Mm-hmm. But how do you play it out if you're Devontae? Do you say, well, now, I, you know, you gave him all these concessions. I want to see how 2021 goes. And let me talk to Aaron at the end of the season. Then I'll decide what I'm going to do in Green Bay. Because does he really want to sign a five-year deal, whatever it is, and have Jordan Love as his quarterback the entire time? And Love could be good, who knows? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, there's something to that, I would think. No, I agree. That's, I thought it was interesting that he was open to, like, negotiating the contract once Rodgers decided he was coming back. Yeah. Because he's not coming back for, right, he didn't sign an extension. Yeah, no, it's, no, I'm no. only here for one year, and maybe we'll see what happens after this year. So if that was the sticking point for Adams, like you said, it's not guaranteed that Rodgers comes back. I would think that he's not going to sign an extension like until the end of this season or whatever right. happens into the offseason. Uh, but it is, it, I think it is pretty fascinating. You've got to think that Adams, because he wants the security, is probably in Rodgers' ear like, all year long. Oh, no, no doubt. Come on, man. He's like, like during the game, right. he's going to be like, dude, I, come on, I'm wide open. <laughs> By the way, it's like week 11. You haven't told me anything. What are you doing? Yeah, right, right. How, what's the contract looking like? Uh, I'm destroying this guy on the outside. Yes, yes. And by the way, have you changed your mind at all? Like, right. what's going on with you? Want, he could be, he could have like in the third quarter. Adams could have like eleven for a buck twenty and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You want to do this for four more years? Well, what, and, what do you think? Come on. And it is important. So I was listening. The PFF guys made a good point. It was Palazzolo and um, and Monson on their podcast. You don't really like so Devontae Adams, top graded wide receiver by their by their grading yeah. system. Aaron Rodgers, top graded quarterback. Jair Alexander. Was their top Number rated one corner? Yeah. Like there, there's a lot that goes into this. This is a really good team, 
And so like, you're yeah. talking about now, as is a Darius Smith, right? a really good dynamic pass rusher. This is going to be a competitive team, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that Adams does convince Rodgers, like, come on, man. Right. Like, we have something here. Yeah. Let me sign my long-term extension, and let's still compete. Because that's the other part of this, too. If you're, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you force your way out, let's say you want to go to a San Francisco or a Denver, those divisions are a lot tougher oh, no than doubt. what you're facing in the NFC North. The path is you're almost grandfathered to a playoff berth. Spot in the NFC on. North, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think there's there's a lot to hear that we're sitting here next year and Rodgers is going to be still the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. See, the uh, I said this, I think it was last week with Adam Hill, when I, you know, I think Rodgers was so good last year and some people might say, well, he's carrying this team. You know, the, the Packers team overall is they have a lot of really good parts, mm-hmm. a lot of really good solid players across the board. Offensive line, as long as Bakhtiari is healthy. Strong. Aaron Jones, very good, you know, multidimensional running back. Adams might be the best receiver in football. Tanyan came on as a tight end last year. I think he had, what, 10 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They do have playmakers on defense. But this whole concessions thing for Aaron Rodgers, this is the problem that's bugged me forever as a guy who's from that state paying attention to it every single year is they've never really had this, let's go for it all this year and break the bank to bring. They've never really had that mentality. It's always been... You know, back in the 90s, they, when they finally signed a guy like Reggie White, and he shocked the world by going to Green Bay, nobody thought anybody would ever go as a free agent to Green Bay. And here, here's Reggie White signing with the Packers, right? But they always had this thing, we're going to build through the draft, we're going to develop our players. And when it's free agent time, eh, we're going to probably ignore it for the most part. And even when our guys are developed, and they want five years for $87 million, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll just we'll say adios to them, and we'll do it all over again in the draft. This for like the last ten years, they they've added a couple of guys here and there, but if they had this attitude going back, you're not going to be able to do it every single year because of the salary cap. But if they actually went to Aaron and said, "What what do you think we need?" or not even went to Aaron, but if they said, "Look, we should probably add. We're, we're close. We're very close. Right. We have to realize we have one of the best quarterbacks of all time. We can win a championship. We cannot just rest on our laurels here." And act like we have as an organization for the last three decades. We need to be aggressive, right? So the compare, so the comparison keeps being made with Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. Like he wants to go somewhere, find a team like Tom Brady. But the comparison should be made: the, the Green Bay Packers should be shooting for being Tampa Bay, right? Because Tom Brady went there and he said, "I want Antonio Brown." Yeah. And you know what the Buccaneers did? Okay, Tom, and they went and got Antonio Brown yep. to to help that team. And was Antonio Brown insanely impactful? No, but it it goes to show that you are going to go out. You're going to compete in the arms race, and you're going to go, okay, is this going to make our guy happy? Will it raise our talent level to a certain extent? Sure. Let's go out and let's take a flyer on him because he wants him. And, and, like, this is the same thing, and this has been the problem with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Like, if there is a dynamic splash that you can make that is going to give you that much more sure. uh, of an edge over a certain team, just go out and make it, and this team hasn't really done it. They added Leonard Fournette. <laughs> they picked up a bunch of guys, right, last year. Gronkowski right. came out of retirement, which is, you know, the only reason why he did that, obviously, is because Brady went to Tampa Bay to play for them. But then... You realize that after all those guys did that, and they have a loaded roster, obviously in Tampa Bay, they're like, hmm, "This is kind of fun, winning a championship." You're right. Let's come back and do it one more Let's time. Let's roll it back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is Adam Schefter. Uh, again, this is uh, from ESPN yesterday when he was on NFL Live. He explained to everybody that uh, if you go back, you know, a couple of days, like over the weekend, you know, they had Rodgers had different plans in place. Let me tell you that as of last week, Aaron Rodgers' plan was not to show up to training camp and to not play this season. And the talks intensified over the weekend to the point where they offered, the Packers did, enough in the way of concessions to get Aaron Rodgers to change his stance. The stance was no go. 
That was the plan. And the plan changed, as it sometimes can, when training camp approaches. See, this is the part where the Packers were calling his bluff, mm-hmm. right? I would not want to be bluffing with a guy who doesn't talk to his family. Right. Who is a prickly pear, right? Right. You, I mean, we've, we, what, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a guy, like, over the last, you know, handful of years, if you've, like, watched him, he's kind of difficult to deal with at times, right? Mm-hmm. Did you watch the golf thing, the match that we had back? I think that was on July 6th up in Montana. Not much of it. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of that. It's just like, yeah, he's, uh, he doesn't, you could just kind of tell, like, the attitude and stuff. It's like, I don't think he wants to go back to Green Bay this year. Yeah, I think clip, he's pretty dead set in this. The famous clip of him being asked, like, yeah, hey, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know, man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's, he, to me, he is, he's got a lot of options out mm-hmm. there. And he's made his, and what, again, what have we learned? It's not about the money with him. Right. They offered him to become, I think I heard this yesterday, they offered a contract to Aaron Rodgers to be the second highest paid athlete in the world behind Messi. And he said, don't want the money. Doesn't matter. Don't want that. He's just—he's upset with the organization, obviously, and uh, they had to, you know, make these concessions for him to obviously come back. Here's one more from Adam Schefter on Aaron Rodgers yesterday, and uh, why they ended up working on a deal. And now they are trying to finalize this agreement that will give Aaron Rodgers more control over his future, that will allow him some say there, that will allow him to come back to Green Bay, which is what the Packers wanted, which I think deep down inside is what Aaron Rodgers was comfortable with, but not under the existing terms of the way it existed. And that's why these conversations went on all offseason, and that's why Aaron Rodgers' agent, Dave Dunn, was in Green Bay last weekend to try to come to an agreement that they could not figure out and why the talks continued all week and why late last week Rodgers thought he was not coming in, and over the last 24 hours there was the shift that looks like it's going to result in this deal that will bring Aaron Rodgers probably back to Green Bay. Okay, and uh, quite frankly, like I want to have as many teams as possible with a good quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Like I think it stinks that uh, Deshaun Watson's probably going to miss a bit after the news again yesterday. Yep. He's probably going to miss a big chunk of the season this year. Don't know wherever he lands up, if it's in Houston or somewhere else, whatever. But, uh, and I know, like, that's, you know, in terms of betting, it's like, well, you got to just, you, you got to approach it with the, the players that we have, the teams that we have, the numbers that are going to be available. But in terms of a guy who also, like, just watches the NFL right. every single Sunday for hours on end and Monday and Thursday, tough quarterback or uh, rough patches of quarterback play is not easy to watch. Okay. And I, this, the, the more the merrier. Right? Yeah, a hundred percent. That quarterback. Well, and then that's what we're. What's going to happen with Houston? Watching Tyrod Taylor, right, run that offense potentially yeah. for a while, and what that could potentially look like, especially in the National Football League, where right in college you can get away with rough quarterback play because there's so many things you can do from a scheme perspective sure, to cover sure. it up. The National Football League, uh, bad quarterback play is going to lead to a, hell, man. The Texans got phenomenal quarterback play last year, and they won four games. That's that's right. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. <laughs> He's a top three, top five, you know, whatever. Put him whatever number you yeah. want, and they were a disaster last year. Uh, I know, guys. I know we had the numbers there on DraftKings. I'll point that out if you don't mind flipping back over to that. But uh, how DraftKings adjusted the Packers numbers yesterday? They went from I believe it was plus one seventy to win the North mm-hmm. to minus one twenty to win the NFC North. And uh, there you go, Packers to win the NFC just to win the conference. They were nineteen to one. Yeah, man. Mm, eight to one now. Packers to win the Super Bowl, twenty-eight to fourteen, and Rodgers MVP, twenty to ten. And I would say that the NFL MVP is unlike the NBA MVP. You know how voters have fatigue in the NBA, right? 
the NFL, they don't really have fatigue. They just give it to the guy who deserves it for the most part, like every single year. The quarterback that deserves it. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. It takes a very special season for anybody else to win it, but I think Manning won it five times. Yep. Rodgers has like three. Brady's, Brady has it, but three. they don't get sick yep. of these players. If they deserve it, they're going to give them the award. Right. I mean, Peyton Manning is the litmus test for that. The fact that he won so many in terms of the five. And, of course, we always have these conversations in the NBA, like the postseason failings generally affect how the guy is perceived as an MVP the next right, season. Right. It doesn't really matter in terms of what yep. this is. As, as long as you're a quarterback on a team that wins double-digit games, make it to the postseason, and you have some eye-boggling numbers in terms of yardage, touchdowns, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're going to win the award. Yep. The Westgate took a $2,000 bet on Green Bay at 40-1. to 1. Huh? They have since moved to 12-1. to 1. Uh, to win the Super Bowl, NFC now you know juicier than what it was uh, you know two days ago mm-hmm. with him back. And we should probably note too because like this is a universe where both of these things can be true, right? Because we saw a lot of wow, books really overreacted, taking everything down or circa adjusting. Well, if you listen to Schefter's report and then the rumors on on top of that, it actually sounds like that was true, right? That Aaron Rodgers was planning on retiring. No, no doubt in my mind. And so like. When, when we see these adjustments, when Circa changes everything, when books take it off the board, at that point, it sounds like that was actually going to happen, it, and that was in the cards. Sure, sure. And then you get this change of face where it's like, okay, well, over the next 24 hours, here's some concessions. We don't want to lose Aaron. What do you want? And yep. so there's a universe, and I think this is what happened, where both of those things were true. Heading into Sunday, Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. And then we get the news and everything that happened. I think you nailed it. And hey, look, I mean, being a contrarian mm-hmm. is a great way to approach sports betting. And the people who are not buying the rumors, right? Yep. They now have forty to one on Green Bay, or maybe they have a nice ticket to win the NFC. Uh, it's looking pretty today, obviously. Now, if it goes the other way and Rodgers sticks to his plan and doesn't come back, forty to one probably turns into I don't know eighty to one. Yeah. With Jordan Love as the quarterback, sixty seventy whatever it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had that all happen yesterday. Uh, here's what I did. Um, I looked at all the numbers as the news was breaking that they were going to make concessions. Rodgers probably going to come back. I looked at Packers alternate win totals. I looked at numbers to win the um, NFC North. I wanted more of uh, an instant gratification, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I looked at week one in the NFL. And uh, they were catching two and a half points here at Circa at New Orleans. I grabbed Green Bay Moneyline plus 136 yesterday. There you go. Is what I did. And Vinny said yesterday, Vinny Mayulu at the South Point said, of my guys in the desert here in Vison, he said if Rodgers plays in that game, they will be a three-point favorite, maybe more. Mm -hmm. Which... Well, with now what we know about the Saints at this point and how I'm going to have to probably do a 180 on my stance that I had just last week on the team, the Michael Thomas news, yep. how much time he could miss, um, other guys that are not going to be available for the Saints, uh, That I think Vinny's right with that. I think that absolutely goes to Green Bay 3 at some point. I would completely agree. And, like, I'm, I, you know me, I like James Winston. I think he's a better quarterback than given credit for. Yep. Uh, but given that news and the status of that wide receiving core, tight ends aren't very good, you're mm-hmm. making the transition, yep. It's it doesn't look like it's going to be a great start for New Orleans at all. Like, there is still a chance that Taysom Hill is the opening day starter. Right. For the Saints. Yep. Good so, luck. With that wide receiving core, good yeah, luck. I know. Um, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, the NBA Draft is coming up on Thursday night. We'll go over some of the biggest moves. And the smoke screens are coming out of the woodwork.
BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are live today from the OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, and start winning with up to the second info that you need. Live in-game uh, odds and stats. You can also compare sportsbook kind of bonuses at OddsTrader.com. NBA draft is set for this week, JVT. Uh, not a lot of options here in Las Vegas to bet, but it is mm-hmm. fun to track nonetheless. And um, some of the biggest moves that we've had. Uh, you know what, before we get into that, uh, some of the biggest moves. You know, it is, no matter no matter what you hear every single year during the NBA draft, the NFL draft, whichever, right? Mm-hmm. Come draft night or the draft week, you are going to start to pick up on some smoke screens. Like this tweet from Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN. Detroit's internal meetings are still revolving around three players for the number one pick on Thursday night. Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, and Evan Mobley, sources tell ESPN, Detroit isn't fully there yet as committing to Cunningham with their first overall choice. 
he is like what minus ten thousand to go first overall. So he is, and the best part about that is, I don't know if you watched or listened to his and Zach Lowe's like draft special that they had. He even says in that with Zach Lowe, they both agree. I would be stunned if it's not Kate Cunningham at number one, right? So like, yeah, maybe they're not set. But regardless, I think we know who the number one pick overall is going to be with the Detroit Pistons. There was another report that came out the other day. This is why you don't like those kind of reports. You always have to make sure you pay attention. Apparently, they turned down a quote substantial offer from Oklahoma City to go to number one. And Oklahoma City's got more oh, draft is. assets than anybody in the world ever oh, yeah. that will ever have draft assets. So really, they're not set at Kate Cunningham, and yet two of the insiders say they'd be shocked if he doesn't go, and they turned down a substantial deal from Oklahoma City to go to number one. Right. Okay. Now, now, whoa, just super connected. His phone blows up, you mm-hmm. know, 300 days out of the year with a thousand different people texting him information, whatever. He's reporting what somebody within the Pistons probably right. telling him, right? So rather than just saying, you know what, screw you. This, come on. Yeah. BS. You, you, you're taking Cunningham. He's like, okay, you're going to tell me this. I'll go out and tweet it. Well, and also, I would assume there is some pressing from the higher ups. Like, like, whoa, we want people to tune into this. Yeah, yeah. Thing. No, no. Yeah, like, sure. Don't, don't sit there and tell everybody, Dad, don't watch the first pick. Doesn't matter. Right. Yep. yep. <laughs> There's probably yeah. some corporate, some corporate uh, like pressure to allow this thing to happen. Um, do you have much action on the draft? So I've got one bet so far, and it's just Davion Mitchell. Uh, William Hill initially put up the draft prop at uh, Davion Mitchell ten and a half, shaded to the over at like a buck twenty-five. That was last night that I saw it. So I bet that that's the one that I have right now. Uh, when you look at the market overall. Really, his draft position should be about 12 and a half or so. And, like, the momentum on him is really cool. He's going to be a pretty right. good player. Right. But you're talking about late teens, it sounds like, for him. Uh, I would say, if I'm very safe in assuming, not a top 10 player at this point. So, over on that, because it was pretty off market. But one of the things, you know, you and I have talked about this. One of the disappointing things about being out here is just the lack of availability in some of the markets for the NBA draft and asking around about it and be like, ah, yeah, we're not really going to put it up. One of the first times I got to fill in with you, at the beginning of this month, we brought up the NBA draft. And we talked about the fact that the first three picks were up, and Evan Mobley was the odds-on favorite to go number two. And the thing I told was like, that's incorrect. It is Jalen Green. He should be the odds-on favorite to go there. The Houston Rockets do not want to spend a top pick on a big guy. Mobley mm-hmm. might be really good. Look at the format of that front office. Everything points to a guy like Green. And sure enough, now we're talking about Green being a massive favorite to go for the second overall. Minus 320. Yep. There's Evan Mobley at plus 230. Yeah, you nailed that one. Um, as long as he goes number two. Right. But in terms of uh, the number that you would have gotten mm-hmm. on him, yeah, you were spot on with that. Um, good Twitter follow. Good handle, by the way, as well. Uh, the Vegas Refund. Mm-hmm. That is a very good Twitter account. I've, I've talked about it before a couple times when he's had some good tweets. But uh, he's been all over the NBA draft and the biggest draft-propped movers so far. Look at Isaiah Todd. 51.5 down to 37.5. He's moved 14 points so far, mm-hmm. uh, uh, spots so far. Joel, Joel uh, Ayayi from Gonzaga has moved 10 in the other direction, from 30.5 all the way up to 40.5. Um, I got book night. I came in late, though, to the party because, again, like, BetMGM here in town, uh, they're offering draft positions, and you said William Hill. Mm-hmm. I think those are the only two books. That's right. I've seen, yep. Okay. So I got book night under 8.5. He's moved from, and I know a ton of people that, you know, uh, well, I've seen a ton of people who are all over book night, and yep. they were at 10.5, 9.5, 8.5. Now he is at seven and a half. People, his workouts evidently were absolutely incredible. Right. So he's blowing teams away. Uh, is somebody going to move up? Is somebody going to overdraft? Do I overdraft? Whatever. Screw. 
Right. But would somebody possibly want to move up into the top, like, let's say, seven or eight to take Book Knight? Right. Well, it sounds like one of the teams that has been tied to him is like a Golden State Warriors type, right? Like not getting past seven in a Warriors team who could use another perimeter piece. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense that he would land there. Yep. I know a bunch of teams like uh, Duarte Morgan. He's yep. moved four spots from 20 and a half all the way down to 16 and a half. It's always fun to track. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, barring an absolute miracle, Cunningham's going number one overall. Absolutely. We'll go over some streaks in Major League Baseball coming up next. They are having a really bad season, and the current streak is even worse. If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or BetRivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. Tap tips and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports instant payouts and only one time play through Bet Rivers. Your hometown sportsbook offers valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21. Some updated streaks in Major League Baseball. Our buddy Joe Osborne all over the stuff with the first five. Uh, Minnesota's streak was awful before last night. They were 2-12-3, first five, in their last 17 games. They actually cashed first five last night. Detroit was 10-2-2, but they played Minnesota, so they lost. Uh, Miami, first five, three, twelve, and two. How about Texas? How bad they are right now? Four, sixteen, and two in the first five, and uh, just struggling across the board. That team, offensively, everything else. Arizona, we know how bad they've been on the road all year long. Well, their current first five streak on the road, nine, twenty-eight, and three. The Royals, four, nineteen, and four, and another under on the road last night for Colorado in the yep. first five. That's now twelve of sixteen. And that Twins game did stay under. That's 15 out of 21 to stay under in the first five for the Twins. Yeah. So, so Miami is, that's the total or that's their record in the first that's five? That's their record first five, 312 and two. That's incredible considering the starting pitching that they get. Right? That's, yes. I, I would think that that would have been, because when you, when you sent these over, yeah, I wanted to make sure, because I would think out of all of the things that is a relatively solid run for the Miami Marlins, it would have been the fact that their first fives were at least somewhat successful given that they have their run differential and yet a losing record, all of those things, that's incredible. Yeah, they're actually, this is uh, on the entire year. They're 13 games below 500, the Marlins. Oh. Uh, look at how good the Braves are, 51, 36, and 11. You're going to get a lot of pushes, obviously, in the first five. Uh, in the West, the Giants and the Dodgers. Giants, 53, 31 with 14 pushes. The Dodgers, that tells you about the Dodgers' bullpen, right? Yep. 50, 32, and 17. How many wins would they have if they had somebody else other than Kenley Jansen closing out games? If they had, you know, Craig Kimbrell the entire year, mm-hmm. they probably have, you know, they'd be pushing seventy wins already. But that bullpen is just absolute garbage. Diamondbacks thirty-five, fifty-eight, and nine. Um, as for today, uh, I wanted to make a case for the A's, but there has been, let me see here, at Circus Sports, a fifteen-set move already on this game. 
Paddock is now up to minus 148. The A's open plus 120 with uh, Caprillion on the mound. He's now plus 135. So that's a, that's interesting you say that because I, I wanted to make a case for San Diego here. Did you? To, so, to buy low again? Yeah, so this is while you were gone. You know, humans and I went through the buy low, mm-hmm. sell high pitchers, and the two guys that were kind of on opposite ends, Caprillion to me is a guy that I think you want to sell high on. I kind of thought the same thing, but yeah, go ahead. And, and, and Paddock is a guy. Look, Paddock has had some bad luck with these home runs. Right in terms of this fly ball is getting out of the park, relatively solid across the board. Expected fielding independent is dynamic, solid for him, right? Well under four. Caprillion's a guy whose XFIP is over four, has some command issues, and figured that a lineup like this would be able to take advantage of something like that against Caprillion. Still a good pitcher, but I thought that there were going to be certain instances to go against him, and I think that's why we've seen the market kind of move in this direction. When you see those differences, generally that gives you an idea where the market's going to move on yeah. some of these matchups. And so I thought the Padres were in a pretty good spot here. But like you said, uh, the line like that. So, uh, I did make a case last week, I think it was on Thursday, that I thought it was a terrific buy-low spot on Blake Snell on the road yeah. against the Marlins. Because the number kept coming down, and like the cat was out of the bag, right? Sportsbooks knew that Blake Snell had been terrible on the road all year long, but the Padres' overall power rating has been very high the entire year, right? Mm-hmm. So, he was on the road taking on a, a Marlins team that um, is not exactly last year's Miami team, right? Mm-hmm. And that opened up, I think, minus 145. I think he got down, bet down to, like, if I recall correctly, like minus 130 or something like that. Yep. And Snell was really, really good. They got fortunate to win the game because uh, a couple of runs came in a little bit late, but I thought that was a good buy-low spot. My problem is with, you know, the, Paddock is the exact opposite of Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. Snell has been terrific at home, bad on the road. Um, Paddock has been awful at home this year. He's two and four, and at Petco he has a six nine four ERA. The WHIP exceedingly high, one point seven. On the road, very good. The ERA drops down to full three runs. Uh, by the way, with fourteen more innings pitched, and the WHIP goes down to one. Mm-hmm. So the overall numbers for Paddock, but I get it. You're going to expect some positive regression at some point. And that's what betters are doing here today. Positive on Paddock. Negative on Caprillion. Yeah, and it's crazy too. So to speak to like the bad luck, uh, essentially to a certain extent for a guy like Paddock. Like the difference in terms of when you talk about his ERA and you look at his expected fielding independent at home, there's got to be something coming back here. They have an ERA over six, like you're talking about, but an XFIP of 353 at yeah, home. Like yeah. there's there's something coming back here for Paddock. And I've been kind of down on Paddock since he's come in, but there's no denying that his numbers are showing you he's a better pitcher than the results that he has gotten. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Snell, too, to your point, which is a good call, he was also one of those by low pitchers. Yeah. If he gets any sort of command, He's a he's a dominant strikeout guy. Uh, remember how great he was last year? Of course. Uh, even his strikeout numbers this year are very good. Yeah. It, no, they're they're great. And so if you even just cut, because I think he's walking like over five guys every nine innings, if you can just cut that by like one dude, right? Yep. Now you're talking about Snell actually maybe making it to like a fifth inning and being a really solid arm for the San Diego Padres. Last week I bet the Boston Red Sox at a nice plus price. It was around plus 160, 165 on the road against Robbie Ray and the Blue Jays. Yeah. Now Ray, and it was Richards going last week. It's the same matchup today. Ray on the road, and they blew that game last night. Another come-from-behind win for the Red Sox last night. Give them now 33 on the season. And Robbie Ray opened up uh, minus 120. Money came in on him last night. He's now minus 130. Red Sox are plus 119 in this game today. Do I just say, you know what, i got to go to war with the Red Sox again today? Do I wait to see if num- the number keeps? If this number keeps going up, I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna bet the Red Sox one mm-hmm. more time. I'm well, I have to do it. Uh, and look, and Ray's been awesome. I like the way that he has bounced back here in a big way. But the Red Sox, one of the be- better lineups, I think they're a top ten lineup and weighted runs created plus against left-handed pitching. Like 
think that's part of the reason why. It's not even specific yep. to Robbie. They hit left-handed Dolph pitching extremely really well. well. And he's pitched twice against him so far this year. The FIP is 6.43. ERA is 5.73. Whip, pretty good. Babbitt, though, very lucky with a 2.17. Uh, Babbitt, um, tonight, the Astros took money. McCullers against Flexen. How about that? 7 nothing lead for the Astros last night. Mariners won 11-8. The Mariners are a great story. Wow. Like one game out of the wild card. There's really good young talent on that team. Like I, that's really it's it's really cool to see them win that. But you're right, like that was insane. I turned it off too. I was like, okay, seven nothing. We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll check the score. The I'll time. check like, the score yep. in the morning. Yep. That, it's insane. All right, so follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. So looks like we have uh, an update here at the Olympics in Tokyo. It's an injury update, and it's not good for the United States the way it looks. We will tell you who was injured, what sport it was, and uh, what it potentially means to win gold. That update is coming up next here on DC. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a.com slash iHeart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now. We get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Here's the tweet 14 minutes ago from Dan Wetzel, who is uh, doing a bang-up job covering the Olympics for Yahoo Sports. Simone Biles left the arena with a trainer after her vault. She was then pulled from the uneven bars. NBC was reporting that she is out for the rest of the team competition. U.S. already trailing the Russians. I'm looking at the, um, and I will be completely you know, transparent here, the numbers for the women's rhythmic team all around. The Russian Olympic Committee is now minus $12. The USA is 60 to 1. Wow. Now, when it comes to artistic team competitions, um, rhythmic team. I wish I could, my wife would know all this stuff right now. Um, we wake her up, put her on the, put the, put her on the air right now, break all this down for us, um, what it means. I mean, if it leads to winning opportunities, winning, winning I bets, would say, yeah, sure. take one for the team, Lorraine, let's go. Um, I don't know if she is involved in all of those, to be honest, mm. because there are three different su- sets of uh, team competitions. Right. And then Wetzel also tweeted out, Biles, um, in her warm-ups, and cheering on her teammates, this is three minutes ago, she is not competing but she's still here encouraging no word on whether uh, any injury impacts all around or individual events later in the week. And then uh, one more tweet here. After vault and bars, the U.S. is trailing Russia by tw- uh, 2.500 points, a huge number in gymnastics. Going to take an incredible effort now, especially without Simone. Yep. So, boy, that, does that stink. I mean, she's the best. I mean, outside of Joey Chestnut, She's the best athlete in the world. I was going to say one of the most dominant athletes, period, far none. She, I mean, for a human being to be able to do what she does with her body, is, it should be impossible. I was re-watching, I was showing my wife, I was re-watching, remember her first pitch where she's like in jeans? And she's like, yeah, let me just do this insane like twist, flip, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know the terminology. And then like dishes and eat, like it's incredible the level of athleticism she has and how dominant she is yeah. right, in terms of winning in her sport and what she's able to do. That's a massive blow. I mean, if any, if anybody like in our lifetime or ever has been a ten out of ten in terms of uh, you know the scale of how athletic you are, it's Simone Biles. Yes. And then had to go through the pandemic last year. You go all the way over to Tokyo. There are no fans, and now she's banged up a little bit uh, after the vault had to leave the arena. But now she's back to on her. Ah, God, does that stink? Mm-hmm. That's too bad. And uh, I'll tell you this though. I mean, from a betting perspective, if she can't go in the uh, some of the individual stuff. I'd be looking at that. I, I don't think I, I looked right now. Actually, there's nothing up here in Las Vegas. Mm. But if you have books that uh, are offering like individual stuff on women's gymnastics, I'd be I'd be browsing right now, see what kind of numbers you can find in like the women's vault, the the floor exercise, the balance beam, all that stuff. Right. Yep. And here's this is from more details from from Wetzel by the way because he just put up a column really quickly. So she uh, she bailed out of her expected vault, attempting just a Yurchenko 1.5. Needed amounts of bounce and stumble upon landing. She looked to be in tears. She left the mat, soon walked out of the arena floor with a trainer. She returned, had her wrist wrapped as if she would compete. 
on the uneven bars. However, soon unwrapped them and then put on the warm-up outfit, and then it was announced shortly later she was done for the rest of the night. Oh, man. So rest of the night is a key term. Maybe she will be back at some point, like you mentioned, but that doesn't sound great. That's, yep. You know, it sinks for everybody. It sinks for, like, NBC. She's the star. Mm-hmm. She's, like, the face of the Olympics. Yeah. And now she's hurt, and who knows what, are, what the future's going to be for the you know next you know th- two, three, four days. Oh, uh, you're, and that's a good, great point. Out of, I know, outside of the Olympic basketball team, right, for the men, I know like like three or four athletes. Yeah. It's it's Ledecky, it is Simone Biles. Like those are at the top of the list in terms of the recognizable faces for me in the Olympics. Sure, sure. It's a massive well, blow for NBC. After last night, it's 100% Lydia Jacobs. Yeah. After she won the 100-meter breaststroke. Mm-hmm. And that video, I know we can't play the video here on VEASAN, but the video, you probably know what I'm talking about yes. now. The, the video of her high school classmates, and she graduated this you know past year, but the classmates... Going absolutely crazy in Seward, cool Alaska. Video. That yeah. come on, that, that was, was awesome. A, I, I I am somewhat stone hearted when it comes to things like that. I, that was a cool video watching her her classmates go well, insane. Like all things considered, right? Uh, I have a soft spot for Alaska. Been there a couple of times. It's God's country. I absolutely okay. love it. Big fan of Juno, huh? Well, uh, Anchorage, been to okay. Anchorage, and a couple you know the surrounding area, whatever. Um, I, I would encourage anybody to go see Alaska. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, but they have Ra- Rowdy Gaines said this on the broadcast last night. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the TV for like 30 seconds. I'm like, what? There's yeah. no way that's possible. I guess it makes sense because it's Alaska. Yeah. They have one 50-meter pool in the entire state. Is it, seriously? That's what he said. That's ridiculous. Yes. One? So if he's buying it, I guess I'm selling it. That's a- and she's good enough to not only make the Olympics from that state, but also win from tiny little Seward, Alaska. <laughs> that's an unbelievable. And she was 10 to 1. Um, really quickly, an update, too, that was just tweeted out. Apparently, according to the NBC Sports broadcast, uh, not an injury for Biles, quote, mental issue Simone is having, unquote. What? Yeah. So we'll see if that means just moving forward. Don't know. And she was crying? Yeah. So, quote, mental issue Simone is having, not due to injury, per the NBC Sports broadcast. And it opened the door for her competing, right, the rest of the week. Maybe it just yeah. takes a, a recalibration. Right. And by all accounts, right, the Russians, I think they lost to them in the qualifying. It's like this really good Russian team. And maybe it is something there where they're far enough behind. She's not feeling it. Let's pull her off and let's see what's going to happen the rest of the week. Mm. Wetzel just said what you, what you pointed out, NBC mm-hmm. reporting, is mental, not physical. He said, makes sense. She did appear to be physically injured on the vault attempt. Uh, she did look very upset about her attempt, which was not as difficult as planned. A lot more to find out. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, well, we'll get into a little bit of this here as we switch gears to the National Football League, and we can rehash this a little bit later on the program. So, with a 17-game schedule now, Jonathan, why did I just say that again? <laughs> I don't know. You'll love it when I call you Jonathan. Yes. Uh, JVT. Uh, the Houston win total is four and a half this year. And I think that, you know, some people go into a football season thinking anyway, like, should I just bet, like, the under on the lowest number on the, on the worst team in the NFL mm-hmm. and the over on the best team in the NFL thinking, like, like the Chiefs are going to go over, the Buccaneers are going to go over, the Texans are going to stand up, that kind of thing. Would you be, you know, would it be a money-making idea to do this? I went back and looked since 2000, right? So... Tracking like win totals every single year, not the easiest thing of all time, but finding like a good 20 year sample size, um, I thought was a decent round number to put together here. How would it look if you actually bet the lowest win total on the board every single year blindly mm-hmm. and how you would do? If you go back to the year 2000, we should have Conan O'Brien right now. In the year 2000, <laughs> uh, the Browns that year, they were four and a half or five. 
they won three games. It obviously stayed under. In 2000, the Browns are going to be peppered on this list. Yep. ABT. Uh, in 2001, Browns were four and a half. They won seven. They went over. In 2002, the Ravens, that was the expansion year. They were four. Four and a half was available at some books. They won four games, so you either pushed or it was an under. In 03, the Texans, they were five. They won five. It was a push. The Cardinals were five, five and a half. They won four. It was an under. So as you see here, if you're watching the show on this list, uh, you know, every single year, for the most part, we have a team graded out in the preseason around four, four and a half, or five as the lowest number on the entire board. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2004, the Chargers were four and a half. They won 12. They went flying over. That was the year when it all clicked with uh, Drew Brees, at quarterback, and LT, yep. at running back. Uh, in 04, the 49ers, people forget, I think the 49ers had a really bad stretch for a long time. Uh, in 04, their win total was five. They won two. In 05, it was four and a half. They won four. In 06, their win total was five. They won seven and finally went over. But overall, and you can you do this every single year, 06, 07, the Titans were five and a half. In 06, the Raiders were five. Raiders stayed under that year. The record since 2000, uh, 22 unders, 13 overs. And it depends on what book you got. There were like five pushes involved as well. But nine games over 500, betting the lowest win total on the board every single year. Mm-hmm. So even though it seems like, eh, you know, four, four and a half, it's tough to actually lose like two, three games every single year, it happens more than it doesn't. Right. I do wonder with the 17th game, right, yeah. how that changes things, the extra yeah. opportunity to win one more game for these teams, right? Now, it's also another opportunity to lose another game. So that's always should be considered. But, I, like, the Texans, I think, are pretty interesting. Just in the fact of, let's say even we don't get Deshaun Watson in week one, they've done a great job of just amassing, like, B and C level players just across the board, yep. especially on that offense, where if you look around, like, I feel like there is a universe in which they are a little bit more competitive than we're making them out to be, but it also doesn't necessarily equate to wins, right? So, for example, for me, even I think Deshaun Watson is not going to be available for week one, catching three at home against Jacksonville in a mm-hmm. week one situation, like, I think they're going to be better than we're giving them credit for, the Houston Texans. But ultimately, they could be a, a plucky two-win team like the Jags were last year, right? The Jags had a lot of stretches where they were really competitive, but they, they were still losing games. Yeah, they, they were in a lot of their games. Yep. They lost a lot of them late. Minshew was a gamer, Right, mm-hmm. and uh, they only won one game. Uh, you know the actually the the Jets win total last year was six and a half. I thought when I was putting this together last night, I was going to be like, okay, the Jets win total was like three or four. Right, they went under long. No, it was six and a half. Jacksonville last year was four and a half. They won the one game, and it so was cool. in 2017 when the Jets opened five. I think I forget who it was. They were saying that the Jets like skilled players the at the time the worst they'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, in terms of uh, overall the years that they had been doing power ratings, open five they were bet down to three and a half. They won five. Yep, that was the year the Browns were four and a half. They won zero. The, yeah, the before, Jets were supposed to be the O. Yeah, year. right. Yep. Right. And the year before in twenty sixteen, the Browns were four, uh, four and a half with a win total. They won one game. That was it. So, uh, with the Texans, at, I was listening to uh, Adam Chernoff's podcast yesterday. Adam's really good on the NFL. He's going to be joining us, I think, again this year during the NFL season. He pointed out something that I missed. They signed 36 veterans in the offseason. Texas? 36? Yeah. Like I said, like it's like what? it's 
it's just a bunch of like BNC level players. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and like what that means in terms of production is going to be pretty fascinating because you'd think there'd be like just these small marginal improvements right across the board. What that means with Tyra Taylor as your quarterback, mm -hmm. I don't know. But they're not devoid of talent. Why not? I don't think so. No. Up next, is Luca good enough to carry Slovenia to the Olympic gold? Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024 see participating retailer for details